I felt the calling to social justice quite early on in my life. I can remember at 16 reading about missionaries and people that worked at orphanages in various different church projects and thinking that's what I want to do. And I had this idea that to be a good Christian and to be a good follower of Jesus was to pour ourselves out as Jesus poured himself out. If you then fast forward 10 and then 15 years in my life, I found myself running a climate change charity and I was there trying to support other people to make a difference in halting the kind of catastrophic impacts to our climate that we are currently seeing. And I found myself working from that model of denying myself, of pouring myself out. But something wasn't quite working for me. Something was leading me to become more jaded, more cynical, more closed off, more irritable, more resentful. And then my body started speaking to me. I started experiencing a lot of exhaustion and all sorts of aches and pains that I couldn't express. And I began to realize that I was burning out, but I thought, no, no, this, this isn't how it's supposed to be. So I, I just carried on until one day I just couldn't get out of bed and I had to give up my job and I was in and out of hospital. And I turned to God and I said, why, why has this happened? And it took a couple of years of discerning and wondering what might be going on and praying. But over time, I felt God saying to me that actually it's not that we are supposed to pour ourselves out until we are empty, but that instead the idea is that God would pour into us and fill up our cups and we would take that time out to be filled up so that we would overflow to others rather than to become empty. And I came to realize that this was a means, my previous way of operating was a means of being in control, that I didn't need anyone, that I didn't need any help, that I could do it all on my own, that I didn't even need God. And so God was calling me into something new. And at the end of this two years of recovering from burnout, this intensive experience and in particular, this experience of thinking about my grief of what is happening in the world and my feeling of not being in control of what's happening and of saying to God, Lord, why are you letting this happen in the world? I, on an off chance, decided that I would walk the Camino. A friend invited me to do it through InterVarsity and it's not really something that I'd ever had on my bucket list of things to do, but I thought, hey, why not? I'll go for it. And I prayed about it and I thought, yeah, this is this is the thing to do. The Camino in Spain is something that requires a lot of walking. It's like 20, 25 miles a day sometimes of walking. And I am definitely not someone who is particularly fit and able and I'm definitely not a long distance walker. And I didn't do all the training that I was supposed to do either. So I was quite nervous setting off on my Camino experience. And it wasn't long before I began to feel in quite a lot of physical pain. I had 
blisters all over my feet. My hip gained an injury and I thought maybe I wasn't even going to be able to finish the walk. My muscles ached all over. Um, There was sleeplessness. There was lack of food some days. I was in a lot of physical discomfort. But there was something about the Camino experience that was different for me. And that's because I had chosen to be there and I felt called to be there. There have been other times in my life when I have experienced pain and discomfort and and I hadn't chosen those things. And so I resisted them and I fought against them and I battled God on them. But in this Camino experience, I knew everything that happens here is meant to happen here. I have chosen to be here. God has called me here. And that gave me a completely different attitude to the pain that I was experiencing and the discomfort that I was experiencing. And so instead of saying, why, why have I got these blisters or why, why has my hip gained this injury? I would look to God and I would say, what do you want to do with this? How do you want to work with me in this? And over time, as I felt the pain and discomfort in my physical body, and I learned over and over again with each step to take this pain to the people around me for their support, to take this pain to God, that it was possible to move through this pain, I began to realize that my sorrow and my grief about the state of the world was also something that I could take to others, that I could take to God, and that I could learn to move through. There was a way in which the embodied physical pain that I was experiencing gave expression to the emotional pain that I had been in about the state of the world, and it enabled me to be able to bear that pain. I had a particularly painful experience where towards the end of the week, I contracted neurovirus. I have had a very long-standing phobia of being sick, of throwing up. And this was heavily linked to my need to be in control of things. And although I'd seen therapists and I'd had various treatments to try and get rid of my sick phobia, still it was something that had controlled me every day of my life in the way that I ate and in my personal hygiene habits, it not a day had gone by when I hadn't thought about my fear of one day throwing up, even though I hadn't actually thrown up since I was seven years old. So it had been nearly 25 years. And so as I'd got to the end of the Camino, I woke up in the night and I thought, oh my goodness, this is happening. And instead of feeling panic as my phobia took a grip, I felt complete peace and I felt complete calm and I felt the presence of God. And it was a wholly positive experience for me. And I attribute that to the work that God did in me on the Camino of helping me to realize I don't need to be in control of everything. I don't need to be in control of my discomfort or my pain. I can simply allow things to be as they are and take one step and another step and another step. And that really for me was where the joy in the sorrow began to break forth in my life. And I realized, oh my goodness, all this time I've tried to be in control in various different ways through not allowing myself to throw up or through overworking myself so that I burn out or through 
pouring myself out and trying to pretend that I didn't need anyone or anything or not even God. All these ways I've tried to be in control of what's painful for me. But the joy is in allowing ourselves to let go. The joy is in allowing ourselves to trust God. The joy is in allowing ourselves to be tended to by other people. And so actually that day that I contracted neurovirus was one of the most joy-filled days of my life. And I arrived at the end of my Camino experience. I hobbled towards the Sea at Fistera, which means the end of the earth, barely being able to make it across the finishing line. And I was so filled, completely filled with joy and gratitude to God for the way that God had led me through my fears, led me through my sorrow and showed me the freedom in being able to let go and allow things to be as they are. I began to see that my sorrow was not something that I needed to get rid of in order to experience joy in my life, but that instead a joyful life is learning how do we find joy amid the sorrow? How do we cultivate joy even with all the things that are painful or difficult or uncomfortable in our lives? I used to think that trying to do good in the world and in particular trying to take action on the climate crisis was about moving as fast as I could and with as much urgency as I could. I used to think of it as running a sprint. Once I burnt out, I thought, no, 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 this isn't a sprint. This is a marathon. This is something where it takes a lot longer to bring about change than I had originally thought. And this isn't something that I can just get done with really quickly. But over the Camino, I began to realize, no, it's not a sprint. It's not a marathon. It's a really, really long walk. It's a pilgrimage. The process itself is holy. Whether or not we get to our destination, whatever it is we are trying to achieve in the world, it is our commitment to the path, to the way of love that is most important. And that is what God calls us to. Mm -hmm.